0: Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, your weekly dose of accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. Here's your host, Mike Jezoshek, CPA. Hello and welcome back. Today we're talking about the kiddie tax. And this is something we want to talk about and just explain it because we've had so many questions come in about this whole idea of kitty tax through our free Facebook group, which if you haven't joined there yet, go to Facebook, type in small business tax secrets, join the group. But we've had a lot of questions coming about up about this idea of a kitty tax. So we want to take some time to explain it to you. What does it mean? Where is it relevant? What are some strategies that we can use to potentially minimize the amount that we pay in kitty tax? Basically, the kitty tax is a provision that was instituted by the United States to prevent parents from taking advantage of their children's tax-free status. You know, this tax specifically affects minors' unearned income and can have significant financial consequences for families that are not thinking about it. So, you know, how did this come about? Basically, what people were doing is they, they, they had investments and they had interest. They had dividends. They had stocks that they were investing in. And instead of paying tax on that with their high income rates, that's what their W-2 and everything else, they'd say, let's put these investments in our child's name. Our child has no W-2 income, no business income, so their bracket's going to be much lower. So we're going to save a bunch of taxes by just shifting these investments over to that. And that's when the IRS came in and said, ah, 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 we need to stop this. We need to find uh, a, a, a way to avoid people from taking care of this little loophole. And that's when this started. So. The kiddie tax, again, applies to unearned income for children up to the age of 24. And now this is assuming that they meet certain criteria. So it's going to apply to most children aged 18 or under. For someone aged 19 to 23, the kiddie tax is going to apply to them if they were a student for that year. And anyone 24 or older, the kiddie tax is out the door. Now there's four primary criteria for when the kiddie tax comes into play. The first one is the child is not filing a joint return for the year. So if the child is married, out the door. no longer have to worry about kitty tax. The second is at least one parent has to be alive at year's end. So if it's a child with no parents alive, don't worry about kitty tax. The third one is that the child's net unearned income for the year must exceed a threshold that's set for that year. And we'll talk about what that threshold is. And then the fourth one is the child age specific rules that we talked about before. You know, basically anyone under 18 pretty much qualifies. If you're 19 to 23 and you're a student, then you would qualify as well. So those are the four things. Now, this tax is applied to children's under income. This would be capital gains, interest, dividends, etc., that exceed a certain amount. And this was basically introduced in 1986 again to prevent people from investing in their child's name to take advantage of lower tax brackets. So how does the kitty tax work? It taxes that unearned income amount, that capital gains, that interest, dividends, etc. It taxes that unearned income at a higher rate than they normally would for that child. So in 2023, the first $2,500 of a child's net unearned income is tax-free. If the child's net unearned income exceeds that, then that amount will get hit with the kitty tax, which is generally the parent's marginal tax rate. So if they have net unearned income under $2500, tax free, nothing to worry about, no kitty tax issue. If net unearned income is above $2500, then that amount that's above that $2500 mark for 2023 is going to get hit with the parents marginal tax rate. You can calculate that kitty tax using IRS form 8615, 8615. So, what are some ways we can minimize this? What are some ways that we can avoid getting hit with that kitty tax? Maybe you put some investments in your child's name, not even thinking about this. And now you're stuck with this. You know, what are some opportunities available there? Or you're saying, hey, I want to still kind of take advantage of this strategy that people used many years ago. Is there ways that we can do it without having to worry about the kitty tax issue? So a few things we talk about mostly with clients is, first off, stay below the threshold. Simply put, if your unearned income of your child is under the annual threshold, no kitty tax applies, nothing to worry about there. The second piece is choose your investments wisely. You know, we typically say opt for investments that yield minimal or no dividends, like growth stocks or tax-efficient mutual funds. That's going to help keep that unearned income low. Some other items, investment opportunities, or vehicles you could use would be uh, Series EE savings bonds. The interest from these bonds is tax deferred until they're redeemed. So if the ba- the bonds are not cashed when your child is subject. To kitty tax, it's not going to apply. If you wait to cash out those savings bonds until after 24, then kitty tax won't apply for those. So you could invest in those, hold off on, on, on cashing them in until they, the kiddie tax is no longer valid to them. You could utilize a Section 529 plan. draws from a 529 college savings plan are exempt from federal income tax as long as they're used for eligible education expenses. You could invest in a life insurance product. Typically, investment accounts bundled with life insurance, like universal life policies, they have tax deferred growth and can be borrowed against to cover college costs and things like that. And when you borrow against it, that's not going to be unearned income to the child. And then the other piece is encourage earned income. The kitty tax doesn't apply to children aged 18 to 23 if their earned income surpasses 50% of their yearly support. So that's kind of the third option to avoid that. So, you know, really, I, I hope this is helpful. Again, I don't want to dive too deep on this topic, but I do want to let you know it's aware of it because so many people are coming to our free Facebook group and saying, can I just move some of this to my child, lower income, nothing to worry about, pay a much, much lower rate than I would at my, maybe the highest tax bracket. And we want to make sure that people are thinking about this kitty tax thing, or at least aware of this kitty tax thing before they start to go down that route and maybe put themselves in a position that could really hurt them from a tax standpoint. So again. Why was the key tax introduced? Because people were abusing the system. People were trying to shift that income. When does kitty tax apply? Basically, for people under 24, most children under the age of 18 are going to qualify. But someone aged 19 to 23 would qualify if they're a student for that year. There's some qualifications that need to be met. Basically, the child not filing a joint return, at least one parent being alive. uh, Their net under income is under that annual threshold. And then they meet the age requirements. And basically, that threshold for 2023 is $2,500. So any unearned income under $2,500, don't have to worry about KD tax. If it bumps above $2,500, now any amount above $2,500 is going to get hit with the KD tax, which is traditionally the parent's marginal tax rate. Again, you're going to file that form on IRS Form 8615. Now, what are some ways to avoid KD tax? Stay below the threshold, keep their net unearned income under that $2,500 amount, you could do that by just depending on what type of investments move into them or choosing your investments a little bit more wisely Again, series EE bonds and then waiting to redeem them uh, using a 529 plan, maybe a universal life policy that you're borrowing against to cover college costs, things like that. So hopefully this was helpful. Uh, I again wanted to just make sure people are aware of this. Sometimes we're not necessarily talking about tax strategies, but we're trying to avoid tax mistakes. And if we can get in front of people that are hearing this kitty tax that was maybe thinking about doing this and stop them before they do it, we can avoid a tax mistake, which is just as good as saving taxes as well. You can check out our free Facebook group at just go to Facebook, type in small business tax secrets and join our group there. If you have questions that you want answered live by me on our next Q&A episode, go to taxsavingspodcast.com, click podcast, scroll to the bottom. There's going to be a form there with a big question mark next to it you can fill that out and you never know your question might be on our next Q&A episode so thank you for listening to our episode on kitty tax and i will see you guys next week this has been another episode of the small business tax savings podcast if you enjoy our weekly episodes please leave a review and share with other business owners you can find previous episodes and more information at www.taxsavingspodcast.com